One percenters, welcome back. Coach Tom here, 1424 Training, where the goal is to take 14 minutes, 24 seconds, or 1% of your day to get better. For those who are new to this channel, I'm an educational psychologist who gave up the classroom and office setting for a weight room and basketball court. I went from writing 30-page IEPs to teaching squats and jump shots. This show is focused on improving our lives using lessons I've learned from clients in the gym and players on the hardwood. It's time to train your brain. In this week's podcast, I want to talk about my trip to South Korea. I want to give you a few tips on if you decide to go to South Korea, what to watch out for. And lastly, I want to talk about the culture, the culture of South Korea and how culture plays such a major role in our everyday lives. My trip to South Korea, if you're considering going to South Korea from America, it is a long flight. I believe it is 14 or 15 hours of sitting on a plane cramped and it's awful. Um, If you're traveling to Asia from LA, that is a long, 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 long flight. You have to get to the airport. You got to wait. You got to board. The plane is huge. So there's hundreds of people on this plane. It takes forever to get all the way over there. And by the time you get over there, you've lost an entire day. So if you're thinking about flying to Asia or Korea, it's a long flight. Just get prepared and have tons of movies downloaded some stuff uh, on your phone or tablet and make sure you have stuff because if you're like me and can't fall asleep on a plane it's gonna be a rough ride but aside from the plane flight when you get to korea here are a few tips if you are going there south korea is not like china or vietnam or thailand it's actually very first world like so if you want to get around most times you're going to get in a taxi and in the taxi you can just use your visa most restaurants you can just use your visa card so you don't really need to exchange too much money into the korean won from the dollar you can just pay with your visa card in a lot of places so that was very good to know next thing i need to share with you everything is in korean over there yeah that sounds obvious but guess what when you only speak English or when you don't speak Korean, it's pretty hard to get around in an all Korean environment. Signs are in Korean, menus are in Korean, taxi drivers are in Korean, bus station signs are all in Korean. There's very, very little English. So you'll have to follow signs, you'll have to follow pictures. And if you don't know how to speak Korean, it's going to be rough. So get used to it. You will be overwhelmed. I was extremely overwhelmed by not knowing how to get anywhere, not knowing how to communicate, just trusting the taxi driver, pointing at a thing on my phone, telling them go here or this is where we want to go. Just understand that you won't be able to get very far and don't expect to do a lot of things or a lot of planning because whatever you plan for, if you don't know how to say it in Korean or show somebody how to get there in Korean, it's going to be hard. Lastly, Korea is actually very clean. The hotels, the things, all nice. The streets, they're clean. The buildings are old. But the country, it's very well taken care of. A lot of the stuff, they have a lot of pride in their stuff. So the restrooms, the airport, once you get into Incheon Airport, you realize that that airport is nice. It is probably the nicest airport on the planet. Compare that to LAX or anything around LA. LAX is a crap hole. It is so nasty compared to anything, any airport in Korea. So Korea, they definitely take care of their stuff. 
aside from the trip to Korea, so going all the way across the country, not knowing the language, not being able to speak, your phone, you have internet and you have Wi-Fi at most places, but guess what? All that stuff is in English. How do you tell someone in another language how to get somewhere? The characters aren't the same. It doesn't even look like the alphabet. Kind of Spanish, you can kind of fake some of that stuff. But in Korean, everything is different. And so once I got over there, I realized that I couldn't plan anything. I had to just go with the flow. And being a coach, being in control of a lot of things, I want to control things, I want to prepare, I want to plan. And when you get over into a new environment, everything is overwhelming. The TV channels, the signs, the menus. There's no pictures on the menus. The money, how much does this cost? They say it in a number. They saying how much it costs, but you don't even know what it is. So you can pull out a wad of cash and got to trust that they're going to take the right amount and that you're not getting ripped off. But who knows? Maybe I got ripped off. I'm not sure. Probably did. But you just kind of got to trust it and you just got to surrender. You got to surrender and you got to relax. So that was the very, very first thing that I learned right away. That I cannot try to control anything. I cannot try to plan for anything. I just got to go with the flow. I got to walk into a restaurant, point at something, not know what I'm ordering. Hopefully it comes out good. Walking around all confused where to pay, where to stand, where the restroom is. All these things. If you're ever in a culture or an environment where everything is new, you have to surrender. And as a coach, that is very, very hard. So it was a great lesson that I learned. When you're entering a new culture, you have to accept the culture and just absorb it as much as you can. So when you go to Korea, a lot of bowing to say thank you. You shake hands with two hands. A lot of times... You don't pay for stuff at the table. If you go to a restaurant, you just get up and you bring it to the to the register and you pay at the register. There's no tipping. Um, you don't ask for a lot of things. They just bring it to you all at once and you just go with it. You know, it's not America. You don't ask your waiter, uh, you know, what's what do they recommend? What's good? Um, you don't have a conversations with the waiter. They just bring the stuff to you. You just eat it and then you get up and you leave. And that, that's how it is. Half of the tables uh, are regular tables. And the other half, you sit on the floor, you take off your shoes to go into the restaurant. You just learn that stuff by absorbing it and surrendering. You don't say, oh, my shoes are brand new. I don't want to leave them here. Or, oh, I don't want to take off my shoes. I don't want to sit on the floor. This is kind of weird. Why would I sit on a floor at a restaurant? You just go with it. And so being in a state of zero control for about two weeks, you learn to relax a lot and just go with the flow and a lot of things that came out for the restaurant you know I didn't really like them but you also learned that hey complaining is not going to get you anywhere and there's no point to complain just eat it enjoy it don't eat the things that you didn't like and hey now you know never to go to that restaurant again or, or that particular dish you don't like so if you see it again don't eat it um but that that brings me around to coaching and season is right around the corner. It's late October. We're going to enter season in November. And right as you gear up for the season, there's a culture 
that you have to establish with your guys, with your team, with your family, with your unit. And the culture that you create will take precedent over any speech, any tactic, any substitution that you make during the game. Any, anything that you make during the season. What culture have you established with your team, with your crew, with your guys, with your players? Or have you just let a culture grow on its own organically with the team? So if you want to establish a defensive culture, you have to establish that early on. You have to be very adamant. You have to be very concerned about what culture you're creating. Can players be late? Can they be right on time? Does on time mean five minutes early? Do optional practices actually mean mandatory? Or when you say optional, it really means optional. Can players leave to go do ASB or other extracurricular activities? What kind of culture are you creating? Is it relaxed? Is it tight? Is it super strict during practice and super relaxed outside of practice? Are you talking to players outside of practice? All of these things you have to be aware of that you are establishing a culture. It's just whether or not you're establishing the culture that you want or you're just letting the players and the flow of the energy dictate the culture that you're creating. So if you're a new coach out there or a coach that doesn't have very much experience, you have to set the tone for your players. You have to set the tone that you want because if you don't, it'll be like the prisoners running the jail. You can't let the kids run the house. If you let that happen, if you get a good group of kids, it will go very easy. But if you have a terrible group of kids or wild group of kids, they're going to try to get away with everything. And if you have a big group, over 15, 12, 15 guys, you're going to have so many different egos, so many different little personalities, and that everybody's going to try to get away with what they can get away with. You have to establish your culture. Just be aware of that as you guys get into your season. I want to wish you guys all good luck in your season. Um, stay healthy. And remember that there's a lot to learn. And when you're overwhelmed, just absorb it all and do your best and try to learn and don't make the same mistakes. That's all I got this week. Um, right now in L.A., there's a bunch of fires going on right now. So you should just I'm just being thankful that, you know, my area isn't on fire. But if I look around, there's tons of black smoke around me. I got a couple friends that are firefighters. So if you guys are listening out there and you're surrounded by the fires, I hope you guys are staying safe. And if you know a firefighter, just give them some extra thanks because, one time my house was almost on fire and that was probably the scariest moment of my life. But yeah, guys, stay safe, stay warm. Good luck in your season. One Percenters, thanks again for listening and getting a little bit better with me today. I hope you got something useful out of it. You can leave me a message on Instagram at Coach T Lamb. Let me know if you liked or didn't like this show. I'm improving a little bit each time, so any feedback would be good and I'm open to hearing it. Thanks again and I'll talk with you guys next week.